Hey, ladies and germs, Colin Stuckert here back for another video. This book is a physical book. I don't usually buy physical books. I stopped buying them since I got into Audible and Kindle and then obviously even Scribe.com. But this book was one of those books that I wanted to highlight so often and go back to that I bought a physical copy and I also wanted to obviously use it for the videos. This is an interesting character. He's a controversial character, kind of a uh, libertarian, anarchist, spiritual, yogi, Buddha, philosopher, meditator guy. I believe the documentary Wild Wild Country is based on him. He was attacked by the US government. Uh, they treated him poorly. They were afraid of him. You know, this was, I think, in the 70s or 60s, 70s and 80s, maybe. And it was obviously in the time when, you know, even Nixon said that Timothy Leary was the most dangerous man in America because he was encouraging people to tune out, drop out, do drugs, you know, learn from themselves, challenge status quo, whatever. And it's no surprise that in those very conservative times, people like that were outspoken. They were considered revolutionaries, you know, anarchists, whatever. I don't really know a lot about the character. I've seen some quotes from him and he's been entering my consciousness here and there. And somebody recommended some of his books and said they're amazing. And then I looked into some of the books and there's a bunch of them. I got a bunch of them on scribe.com. They're all mostly free. I'm actually, and I'm actually going to go through this book on the screen so we can see some of the highlights. I don't really care about the man. I care about the message. And this is something I've been seeing a lot of. Humans, this is built into us. We want to be able to trust the messenger. We only like to hear things and learn things from people that we like. We don't like hearing things from people we don't like. We especially struggle with accepting things from people we actively don't like. Look at politics, look at how people hate Trump, mostly just because of things he says, because he's uncouth and vulgar and people, they can't accept that he might say something right or do something good or whatever. Again, I'm not getting political today, but it's just an example. There's a likability bias. And the flip side of that, I believe it's called the horn effect, it might be called something else, but it's this idea that somebody you like does or says something, you basically always try to find excuses to why they're right or why what they did is not a big deal. This is just another form of confirmation bias. So something you should always be aware of is where's your bias seeking in because of the person or the messenger rather than the message, right? The pages are the message. This is just the messenger. And I didn't even know what he looked like until recently and I actually looked into it. And I don't really care what he did or didn't do. I care whether the message in this book can bring value to my life and I can use it. And the fact that I highlighted the entire introduction of this book in the first chapter is a massive amount of highlights and I decided to buy a physical copy even though I have the copy inscribed right here, that should tell you something. So Fame, Fortune, Ambition, What is the Real Meaning of Success by Osho? This is a book that probably needs lots and lots and lots of videos on. I mean, every single highlight or single passage could be its own video. So I'm gonna just go through the introduction here, spend some time talking about it, and then I'll probably do more videos in the future. I highly recommend you pick up the book. If you don't wanna get the physical book and spend money on it, go to scribe.com. You should already have a membership because it's freaking Netflix for books and it's amazing. And there's literally over 18 of his books on scribe.com. So you pay one fee, $9.99 a month, I believe it is, or maybe $10.99 a month, and you get unlimited books. So the introduction here. People are always thinking the grass must be greener on the other side of the fence because everybody has been distracted. You have been told to go in directions that nature has not meant you to go. You're not moving towards your own potential. What others wanted you to be, you are trying to be, but it cannot be satisfying. When it's not satisfying, the logic says, perhaps it is not enough, have more of it. Then you go after more, then you start looking around and everybody's walking around with a mask that is smiling, happy looking, so everybody's deceiving everybody else. You also wear a mask, so others think you are happier than you are. You think others are happier than you are. Now here's the thing, I'm pretty sure this was 
probably, I don't know when he died, but I don't think he was even around for social media. Everything he's saying right now with social media has been taken to the umph degree. This is evergreen, timeless content and ideas because you you can see in our social media landscape and world, this stuff is just like so glaringly obvious and people are so quickly falling into the pit and it's disrupting their lives. They're getting fat, they're getting sick, they're getting, you know, suicides are on the rise. Uh, suicides in young people are on the rise probably because a lot of the deleterious effects of social media on their psyche, on their developing brains. We don't even know how bad it is. I suspect it's way worse than we even can fathom. And I think the next 10 to 20 years, we're going to start seeing some major issues. Uh, and we're probably going to start seeing hopefully a resurgence in trying to fight back against these things. What he's saying here is the grass is always greener. You look at somebody else's life and they always have things you don't have. You always focus on what they have you don't. And so you want those things or you want that person's life or whatever. And then you go over there and maybe you get those things. And you give up your side of the fence where the grass is and you go on to their side of the fence and then you live there for a while and then maybe at first it's nice after a while you adapt known as hedonic adaptation and you're on to looking for some other plot of grass that you want to get onto it's a never-ending process and there's inherently a bunch of pitfalls lying in the weeds <laughs> with this approach to life Yet this is what, as he's been saying, we've all been distracted. We've been programmed through pop culture, through politics, through money, through our friends and family. We've been programmed to think that this is how you're supposed to do it. The more I've, you know, red-pilled, quote-unquote, where I basically just see what's actually going on rather than what people on TV try to tell me what's going on, the more I've done that in every different category, every different silo I've gone down, the more absurd and disgusted and almost comical it is to how mismatched the modern world is to the way we should be living and to what actually brings true fulfillment and happiness. It is insane that the majority of things, the, the status quo, the things that people do that's normal, that's average, are almost completely and utterly backwards or at least severely lacking in a major thing to which People live lives, as Thoreau said, of quiet desperation, going to their grave with their songs still inside them. Let's get to the next paragraph. The grass looks greener on the other side of the fence, yes, but from both sides. This one's extremely important. Think about this. You're looking at somebody else's grass, it looks greener. They're looking at your grass, it looks greener. I mean, think about that. Like, what a paradoxical, absurd notion that we so easily fall into. The people who are living on the other side of the fence see your grass and it looks greener. It really looks greener, thicker, better. That is the illusion that distance creates. When you go close though, you start seeing that it is not so. But people keep each other at a distance. Even friends, even lovers keep each other at a distance. Too much closeness will be dangerous. They may see your reality. And so he's talking about this facade and this image that we give the world. Obviously, social media has accelerated this. But everybody has an image. They want America... They want a manicured lawn. They want their office to look a certain way. They want their house to look a certain way. They buy the big fancy car. They want a boat parked in the driveway. Whatever it is that is a status symbol for them that signals to other people is just another of this pursuit of building and crafting an image. And obviously, you can probably think about the many problems that come with that. You have been misguided from the very beginning. So whatever you do, you will remain miserable. Nature has no idea of money. Otherwise, dollars would have been growing on trees. Nature has no idea of money. Money is a pure invention of man. Useful, but dangerous too. You see somebody with much money and you think perhaps money brings joy. 
Look at that person, how joyous he seems to be. So run after money. Somebody's healthier, run after health. Somebody's doing something else and looks very contented. Follow him. But it is always the others and the society has managed so that you will never think about your own potential. And the whole misery is that you are not being yourself. Just be yourself and there's no misery and no competition and no, and no bother nation that others have more, that you don't have more. And if you would like the grass to be greener, there is no need to look at the other side of the fence. You can make the grass greener on your side of the fence. It is such a simple thing to make the grass greener. But you are just looking everywhere else. And all the lawns are looking so beautiful, except yours. Each individual has to be rooted in his own potential, whether it is, whatever it is, and nobody should give him specific directions or guidance. They should help him. Wherever he is going, whatever he is becoming, and the world will be so contended that you will not be able to believe it. The world is against individuality. It is against you being just your natural self. It just wants you to be a robot. And when you have agreed to be a robot, you are in trouble. You are not a robot. That was not the intention of nature, to make a robot of you. So because you are not what you were meant to be, what you were destined to be, you are constantly looking. What is missing? Perhaps better furniture, better curtains, a better house, a better husband, or a better wife, a better job. Your whole life, you're trying and rushing from one place to another. But society has distracted you from the very beginning. My effort is to bring you back to yourself and you will suddenly find all that discontent has disappeared. There's no need to be more. You are enough, everybody is enough. Now talk about a freaking introduction. Man, read that a few times. That's all I'm gonna go into in this book, in this video, but I highly recommend maybe pause this video. You could take a screenshot of this. You could read this. You could post it up somewhere. You could refer to this video multiple times. You could even buy the book or get unscribed.com. Fame, fortune, and ambition. What is the real meaning of success by Osho? What a powerful message. There's really nothing else I need to say other than you should just read this a few times. It's so powerful, so potent, so important. It really is a way to think about life that can help you see through a lot of the mistakes you're making, how you're distracted, how you're focused on other things, how you're always trying to live for something in the future rather than being in the now. I hope you have some value to this. Let me know if you want to see more like this and other videos, topics, books, quotes, whatever you want me to cover, and I'll see you in the next one.